It's where you go to bike, hike, and stroll miles of pathways over more than 7,000 acres of parkland. A place to go explore rivers and fish their bountiful waters. Natural places to go marvel at magnificent wildlife while you play outdoors and go wander charming communities. Find all this and more at Destination Downriver. Give it a go. Hello everyone, my name is Ron Henricks and I'm your host of the Destination Downriver podcast. And I wanna welcome you to another exciting edition as we are going to be discussing Downriver festivals and events and why they matter more than ever in our post pandemic world. Today's podcast is presented by our great friends at Allegra. I'm sorry, Allegra, uh, not added an E in there. It should be Allegra, so print marketing and uh, located in Wyandotte on uh, Fort Street. We're so grateful for their ongoing support. Also wanna say a special thank you to our presenting sponsor, Market Insights. And in our vodcast, the video portion of today's program is produced with the help from the city of Taylor's beautiful state-of-the-art media center. So thank you to our uh, great friends at the Taylor Media Center. And of course, Kathy Kane at Market Insights. Again, we are sponsored by the generous support of our friends at Allegra Marketing, Print and Design in Wyandotte for strategic marketing and print communication with measurable results. Let Allegra assist you with your print, mail, design, and signs. They're located at 3557 Fort Street in the gorgeous city of Wyandotte, and you can contact them at 734-288-8994 and ask for our good friend Craig Kowalski and tell them that Destination Downriver and, of course, the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber brought you there. So let's go ahead and jump into to today's program because it's an action-packed program, and we have a lot to talk about with all of the great festivals and events happening throughout the Downriver region. Pre-pandemic Downriver was a region that hosted nearly 40 different annual festivals and events. There are currently 270 festivals all happening around our state for this year listed on the Peer Michigan website. And we have a, I have a lot of great friends around the state who are uh, playing a big role in that. And I know that you know there's there's just so much happening with these 270 festivals around the state this year, and we're excited to see them finally coming back. What seemed like a relic from the past amid COVID-19 lockdowns and social distancing precautions now appears to be back in full force. This season is shaping up to be a festival resurgence with events taking place throughout Downriver, and there's no question we've got some great ones. We're going to be talking about some of those today. From the iconic Wyandotte Street Fair, which happens to be Michigan's second largest, the Trenton Riverview and Taylor Summer Festivals, Flat Rocks River Fest, to Brownstown's unique vintage market, and of course, the Lincoln Park Days, the River Rouge Days, Southgate Heritage Days, and one of my favorites, the Huron Township Apple Festival. Our re region is unrivaled when it comes to a fun-filled and entertaining venue for all ages. There's just so many great events to cover. Economic analysis helps us understand that cultural activities and festivals lead to, lead to job generation and visitor development. Events have proven to be a great way to stimulate local economies, and that's something, as you can tell, is very near, to, and, near and dear to our heart 
at the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber and, of course, my guest today as well. Events bring a cash injection from out-of-town visitors, raising a profile of an area in local businesses, or simply bringing communities closer together, which is also extremely important. By definition, festivals attract visitors, and visitors spend money, which boosts the local economy both on and off the festival stage. Festivals are great for providing pass-along marketing for local businesses as visitors talk about their fun experiences when they return home. And as you know, social media plays a huge role in the impact of festivals and the way people communicate these days. In the Down River region, festivals matter even more than ever as individuals, communities, and businesses work to get back a sense of post-pandemic normalcy if there is such a thing. <laughs> Events appeal to people across generations, social economic backgrounds, and cultural taste. We are social beings by nature, and we need opportunities for collective celebration. Festivals and major cultural events offer us that platform. Our guest panel for today's discussion are all professionally and personally involved in some of Downriver's most impactful festivals and events. And I'm so thrilled to take this moment to introduce today's panelists. And I'm going to begin with my friend and the longtime uh, mayor of the city of Woodhaven, Mayor Pat Odette. Mayor, it's great to have you with us today. Th Thanks thank for joining you for, us. Thank you for inviting me. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. And let me introduce Mayor Odette for a moment. Dr. Odette serves as a city council or has served as a city council member for eight years with, with uh, Woodhaven before being elected mayor and served, has served as mayor for the last 13 years. Dr. Odette holds two bachelor's degrees as well as a doctorate degree from the National College of Chiropractic. She's now retired. Uh, she is a small business owner of Odette and Corn Chiropractic, which is a member of the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, I might add and has been chosen by the governor to sit on the Chiropractic Professions Board in the state of Michigan. Her motto is simple, people first. True, true. Thank is that you. true? It yep. is true. Yeah, I, I, would, I would agree, <laughs> people first. Our next guest, uh, also a great, great, great friend of the chamber and a friend of mine, Aaron Dobbins, a uh, member of the chamber and a great partner, serves as the executive director of the Taylor Conservatory and Botanical Gardens in the uh, city of Taylor. So it's great to have you, Aaron. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Now you are, uh, your, your main uh, focus, uh, from what I understand, is um, serving or running the music and the uh, music and, I'm sorry, music and art program in the Gardens Concert Series. I hope I have that correctly. <laughs> right, that is um, what brought me to the conservatory. We are now in our 11th year. That's great. But I started the program with Mary Boonenberg, who's mm -hmm. a local musician. Mm -hmm. and. Um, we've been running this now. This we're starting eleven years. Um, music and art in the gardens mm -hmm. is the name of our program. Mm -hmm. And you have twenty years of event management experience, and you were a thirty-five year resident of the city of Taylor. Mm -hmm. That's Good right for you. And so we're good, glad to have you on the panel. This this uh, well, whenever this evening or morning, whenever this is airing. <laughs> <laughs> great to have right. you, Erin. Thank you. Our next guest, who will be joining <coughs> us uh, via chat or via Zoom. Uh, in a couple of moments, is the president, Joby Neoport, who is the president of FunFest Incorporated, another member of the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, and he's the festival manager of the Uncle Sam Jam in the city of Woodhaven. 
He has booked acts and organized events for everything from major political fundraisers to managing events for national brands like Sports, Illust Sports Illustrated, Quicken Loans, Chevrolet, and Outback Restaurants. His firm has also been involved in major regional events like Arts, Beats, and Eats, the Downtown Hoedown, Motown's Winter Blast, and the Detroit Grand Prix. So quite a stellar lineup um, of guests on our panel today, and definitely a lot of experience and expertise when it comes to running and managing impactful community events throughout the Donovan region. So we're excited to have you. And uh, we're gonna jump into some questions here as we um, uh, talk about the impact of events, of events on our region, the Donovan region and the community. And I'm gonna begin with you, Mayor Odette. As a city leader, can you share with us why events and festivals are so important to our communities? I, I think it gives the people who live, my first and foremost, um, what matters the most to me is that my residents enjoy it. Mm -hmm. It gives them a chance to be with each other, bring their families to an event. It, they bring people from out of the city, their families, they barbecue, they go to the event, they watch the fireworks. It's phenomenal to watch the interaction among the residents. It is, and uh, when you think of your, your specific festival, Uncle Sam Jam, um, that truly brings people together, not just from Woodhaven, but the entire Denver region. Well, it actually brings people from all over the United States. I wow. mean, it's an event that has 50,000 people who attended over the four-day period. Oh my gosh, 50,000. So of course, the economics to yeah. the um, restaurants, yeah. the, just the stores, the yep. bars, gas stations, I mean, small businesses, mm -hmm. They run uh, events at their own restaurants that mm. night or several nights. They'll have cornhole tournaments. So, wow. so the economics of that um, is a huge yeah. is a huge impact to the city of Woodhaven and it, to our small businesses. It truly is, and and I know Woodhaven is very passionate about um, uh, serving and uh, you know developing an environment that's pro small business. And sure. I think this Uncle Sam Jam and a lot of other community events that take place in the in the area really play a big role into developing that you know, strong pro-small business environment, correct? It does, and yeah. the small businesses look forward to the it, event, and the large yeah. businesses look forward to the sure. event. I mean, yeah. the residents look forward to the event. It, yeah. it's, it has a yeah. really good feeling about it. What, what are some of the ways that small businesses and nonprofit organizations can participate in Uncle Sam Jam? Well, small businesses, I believe, can get a tent from mm -hmm. to advertise their um, businesses. They can mm -hmm. buy a tent or rent a tent, I should say, from mm -hmm. um, FunFest Productions. Okay, yeah. Um, just going into the crowds and talking to everybody. Right. I mean, that you see that happen yeah. a lot. Yeah. They can sponsor the fireworks, mm -hmm. uh, where their names and logos are up on mm -hmm. on billboards. So, so there's a lot of ways for small businesses to get involved. There are, and and you know, when a small business. Um, participates in their community, it really has a, a, not just an impact on their local business, but they're investing into the future of their community. And, and our, I gotta tell you, our Down River small businesses are so proud when they sponsor you know, fireworks or you know, an activity at an event. Um, and I can, I, I can tell you so many times, I'll be driving down the road and I'll see a small business that has a banner out in front of their businesses, proud sponsor of you know, the Riverview fireworks or the Woodhaven fireworks. Yes. And, we have some dynamic small business owners in the region. We do, so we definitely do. Definitely do. Aaron, a uh, question for you. 
Concerts and live music have been something we've all missed while the COVID shadow was hanging over all of us. Mm -hmm. uh, thank God it's starting to move away, you know, fingers crossed. But do you anticipate greater demand and bigger crowds for the Taylor Concert Series this season at the Botanical Gardens? Well, we're certainly hoping for mm -hmm. that to be the case. Um, mm -hmm. We do have eight acres of outdoor space and we were unique during the pandemic in that we were able to continue hosting the outdoor shows mm. with a plethora of safety equipment, yeah. signs, directional signage. Yeah. Um, people were masked still and, okay. you know, everybody we had sanitizers and we just approached things differently. Mm. It was really a, a, a strong learning curve for us, but we worked with some health professionals who helped guide us and worked very closely mm. with the state of Michigan too to make sure that we were within their guidelines. So we maintained a concert series throughout mm. the pandemic. But we experienced a lot of newer people who came. So it brought new people where some of our, you know, we have a population of people who sometimes you might consider are health compromised. So they had to stay back. They couldn't enjoy the concert. So we're looking forward to seeing them. We kicked off our concert series last week. So we saw some of the old familiar faces, which is really nice. That's good. Even though we got rained out, ah. but we were under the Sheridan Pavilion. We have a great <laughs> rain out location. So, good for you. Um, yeah. so I, I anticipate the blend of the returning people yep. plus the new that discovered us during the pandemic. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, um, I don't know how many people realize, um, I'm sure they do, but when we think about the initial onset of the stay-at-home order and you know, when, when the COVID started we're having a serious impact on our region and on our nation, um, uh, you know, the, the entrepreneurial spirit was alive and well in the events industry. Uh, they were so creative in finding new ways to put on and host events, whether they're virtual on Zoom or they were on Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the event, the live event industry was, you know, we, we think so often about how our retail shops and our restaurants are impacted, but the ev live event industry was probably the most impacted industry um, out of all of them. Because, you know, even at the point where we were able to reopen restaurants at 50% capacity, event venues were still not able to operate like they had in the past. And um, it was truly detrimental. And I, I had a lot of conversations throughout that, you know, those times with people like Julie Law from Events 360. And we're gonna be talking about talking with Joe Neaport in a little bit. Um, but they were so creative in finding new ways to host events and help make people feel safe when they, when they mm -hmm. attend the event. So it's right. exciting to hear you know, how, how you were able to do that at the Taylor Botanical Gardens and kudos to you and your team. Thank you. The, uh, the resilience, resilience on, uh, of concerts in the park have become a staple for many small communities in our state. So how do you go about dif differentiating those in Taylor from so many others uh, that are around for folks to enjoy? Well, we're a very unique venue and then mm -hmm. we're a botanical garden. So um, Uncle Sam Jam and our City of Taylor Festival, they're held yeah. in, you know, it's a very fun atmosphere, but it's mm -hmm. more concrete, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. it's what you're used to going to if you were yeah. Pine Knob or one of the big venues. Sure. But we're yeah. a smaller venue mm -hmm. with a beautiful, beautiful backdrop. And yeah. um, we have a 
what we refer to as a natural parabolic sound wall yeah. that's created by our terrace area and mm -hmm. the arborvitae around there. So it's really a unique listening experience. We're mm -hmm. great for um, jazz and uh, mm -hmm. acoustical types of sets and yeah. in addition to like rock and roll, we can jam it. And I know yeah. people from across the park say mm -hmm. they can hear us at they the Little League yeah. field. And um, <laughs> so I think just, just the setting of mm -hmm. our space makes us unique. That's great. I um, I think it was last summer I heard, heard Pearl Handle Necktie Band there yeah. uh, at the Botanical Gardens. And right. you know, if you haven't heard Pearl Handle, Handle Necktie Band, we had them at our Black Tie event this mm -hmm. year with the Chamber. They are a blast to listen to. So much fun. Levi Johnson and his crew. Um, but it was you're you're right. I mean, it was a remarkable venue. Um, and the uh, the acoustics. I mean, it's not it's not like your traditional concert venue, but it sounded great. Right. They, it's know, a very even was, sound. We can yeah. sit on the terrace. We have lots of people who like to dance on the terrace right yep. in front of the speakers, yep. and they're able to do that. And yep. the sound is of same yeah. quality all the way in the back. And we love Pine Knob, but there's nothing better than enjoying the beautiful landscapes of the mm -hmm. Taylor Botanical Gardens and listening to a right. concert as well right. on, a, on a great downriver summer evening. Mm -hmm. So it's so much fun. What are, what are some of the bands that you have lined up uh, in, in your schedule this year? Well, we opened up with LL7. It's a mm -hmm. Latin jazz band. LL7. And then LL7, okay. spicy band. And wow. then uh, yeah. tomorrow we have Wisteria, who is also mm -hmm. Uh, regular at the mm -hmm. Uncle Sam Jam. Mm -hmm. And then um, we have Looking Back, which is a Bob Seger tribute band yep, coming I've up. I've heard of them. Mm -hmm. yep. And then uh, To Infinity and Beyond, that's, mm -hmm. or just Infinity and Beyond, that's okay. the um, Journey tribute band. Yep. Yep. Major Tomato, the restaurant in Allen Park. Some mm -hmm. of the members from that restaurant have a band called Major Dudes. Seriously, and wow. they're fantastic. So go support <laughs> their pizza and then come over yep. and listen to their music. They're yeah. our finale. So yep. tomorrow we're hoping still for a car show. Mm -hmm. um, we're dedicating. This will be airing after tomorrow, right? So I can say this: we're dedicating <laughs> a special statue to Big Ray Haywood. We always yeah. uh, traditionally opened with Big Ray. But he since has passed away. So okay. um, the family is coming down from up north, and we're going to dedicate a statue in his honor in the wow. garden. So, um, yeah. yeah, we have a, a really nice mix of bands. We have Ashley Lynn and the Spurs. Mm -hmm. They're from Canada. They were scheduled to come two mm -hmm. years ago, mm -hmm. but couldn't, of course, because of the border closing. Yeah. So she's super energetic. She played a few years back, and she's really fantastic. So that's great. A good mix yeah. of shows. So we won't spill the beans on social media today uh, yeah. in terms of you know. Well, it's tomorrow. You can. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, everybody, you just heard in on the secret, even though it's a little bit too late, because this yeah. is airing yeah. after the ceremony takes place. So sorry <laughs> for you. Uh, <laughs> but you can come by the gardens and see the statue anytime. Yes, you can. Well, so, so that leads to my next question. How often are the con do the concerts take place? How do I learn more information oh, about it? On our website, which is mm -hmm. taylorconservatory.org, and mm -hmm. we also have our Facebook page, Taylor Conservatory. Mm -hmm. So we have the events posted in both places. Okay. But the concert series begins, uh, well, it started last week and it runs through mm -hmm. August 10th. Mm -hmm. And every Wednesday, the doors open at 5.30 with mm -hmm. an art display. We have fine arts. This week, our, <clears throat> our classic cars serve as our fine arts, and that's one of our missions mm -hmm. at the conservatory is to connect people in the yeah. community with art and culture. So we have local yes. artists featured each week. Yeah. And the food and beverages, we have mm -hmm. a full bar by Bottoms Up Down River. They yep. are Another chamber vendor. member, That's right. right. <laughs> yeah. So a great group of people that run that. 
organization. So yeah. um, the doors are at 5.30 and the music plays mm -hmm. from 6.30 to 8.30. That's so, great. Yeah. And I love to hear that you're incorporating the, the local artists and the talent we have in our mm -hmm. region because we, we have some phenomenal local artists downriver um, for right. photography to, of course, you know, painting and drawing and, um, and music and musicians. I mean, there truly is. And that's one thing that I, I talk to our partners at Under the Radar Michigan about all the time. Um, is the amazing talent we have, and that's being showcased at the Taylor Botanical Gardens and the uh, um, and the concert right. series. Right, it has become a tradition over the last five years that we mm -hmm. worked with Trillium Academy mm -hmm. in Taylor. Mm -hmm. Their art class, the students bring artwork and show their families come out mm -hmm. too. So um, it's mm -hmm. a really nice opportunity for them. And their yeah. instructor Kelly Potter shared yeah. with us last week that they've adopted our show as their art show for the school because wow. they can get so wow. many outsiders in to see the student art. It's just a great opportunity for them. Yeah, good for you, Erin. You guys are Thanks. doing some great work. And uh, speaking of having an impact on our community, I want to turn back over to Meryl Dett. And this is something that you and I recently talked about uh, before we went on air here. Um, festivals definitely generate economic activity. We, we mentioned that in the opening. What sort of impact um, does do, do you believe that the Uncle Jam has on on the not just Woodhaven but throughout the region? Well, I think it brings a lot of people throughout the who would normally not come downriver, but mm -hmm. they come downriver to see you know like I, the opening band is uh, Grand Funk Railroad, so okay. that yep. will draw people from all over the oh, state sure. of Michigan. Yeah, and those are visitors to the region that may not you know have have you know, visited Rubbed Up Fun in Woodhaven or Correct. some of our lo other small local businesses. Correct. So mm -hmm. so that's, you know, we have a huge fireworks Friday night that comes on um, and then Grand Funk Railroad comes after them. So mm -hmm. a lot of people will come. I would, I've seen 20,000 people just in that night alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you had mentioned to me that you had surveyed um, some Woodhaven residents. Could you talk about we that? We did, because Woodhaven is really all about their residents. So yeah. we took yeah. a survey uh, online survey, we surveyed 1,168 people, our residents only, mm -hmm. um, and 68% of them asked to have the Sam Jam back. So 68%, that's, that, that's a, yeah. That's that was phenomenal. an incredible amount. Yes. And so um, yeah. the people want it and it's coming back. People want it and it's coming back, yeah. And, and I think it'll be bigger than ever this year yep. because we haven't had it for two years. Yeah. And it's a beautiful atmosphere. It's outside. Mm -hmm. uh, it's professionally done. The stage is beautiful. The there's a hill in Woodhaven. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. ever been to our park, mm -hmm. which lines up with people watching the concert. It's one of my favorite parks. Is it? Yes, it's absolutely. beautifully it's, <laughs> right on Odette Parkway. <laughs> it is on Odette Parkway. You're right. I mean, it's a it's a phenomenal park. It's ten acres outdoors mm -hmm. for people to enjoy. There's a mm -hmm. a Wade Production does the carnival. Wade Carnival comes mm -hmm. in and. They have the top of the line carnival water rides. Mm -hmm. What I like about the event, which attracted me to it, was that it also has local bands. Mm -hmm. um, Fun Fest brings in local bands for three days. You know, before they bring on the big name act. Mm -hmm. I know Wisteria is also at the event, and mm -hmm. you'll have to ask Mr. Neaport the exact who the lineup is, because yeah, yeah, you know, and my yeah, age, we'll I'm not really looking at that. Yeah. I do remember Grand Funk because they were from yeah. my time, so of course that rings a bell. To oh me. sure, yeah. Um, you know, thinking in terms of being the mayor, and obviously you see firsthand how in or how a, uh, an event like Uncle Sam Jam impacts your constituents and, and your businesses. Um, how does the city, city, city uh, sorry, city, <laughs> get that word correctly? How does the city leadership evaluate 
um, what type of events you bring to a city and what's the criteria for bringing events and festivals to a community well, like we, Uncle Sam Jam? We want a family orientated, number one. Mm -hmm. um, number two, we're looking at the safety of the event. Okay. And um, between the city, the collaboration between the city and Fun Fest Productions, um, the whole event is basically um, fenced in. Mm -hmm. So people can't just come in and out, and there's only one entrance in and one entrance out. Okay. So safety's huge with us. Yeah, and and the park you mentioned provides a perfect venue. It does. For it's that. ten acres yeah. of open land, and yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, we're looking at the family value there as well as the safety, and mm -hmm. and I can say over thirteen years, I mean we've had yeah. n no big traumas or oh, fighting yeah. or yeah. It's been a well, very the, safe event, and that's what we will continue to look at. The other great thing, too, about um, the park and Uncle Sam Jam, it's it's truly in a perfect location. It's so easy to get to, sure. right off of I-75 and West Road, right in that it area is. by and City Hall. We also provide parking off-premises okay. where we bus people in. I think last year it was at Kohl's. Mm -hmm. There's several locations where the bus yeah. will pick you up throughout yeah. the night and drop you off. So you, you have partnerships with local businesses and organizations. We do, which is nice too, because guess mm -hmm. what? Then they go shopping in there, That's they right. park their car there. Oh, I didn't yep. know this was here. Yep. And you know, they're waiting out, outside and to, for mm -hmm. their bus and the bus takes them back and forth. So it really works out for everybody. Yeah, that's great, that's great. Um, can you give us a brief overview perhaps of maybe some of the other events that will be taking place in Woodhaven throughout the year? So we don't have anything else to that extent. To that extent, That's a yeah. huge event for the city, you know, oh, with sure the it is. personnel. Probably takes all year long to plan, I would It imagine. takes <laughs> a long time to plan. And again, yeah. we have a really good partnership with FunFest. Uh, mm -hmm. And so other, you know, we have movies in the park for our residents and you know, throughout the year, we'll do 5013Cs. Like yesterday, I believe it was the Lincoln Park Autism Children, mm -hmm. where we give events for that. But but we do. We've done campouts in the park, mm -hmm. uh, movies in the park. We 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 try to cater to our residents. Yeah, that's that's one thing that's always impressed me about the city of Woodhaven is um, um, how active the Parks and Recreation Department is, and, Extremely. and the, the Senior Center, and that's huge. Mm -hmm. You know, we give events to them also, and we. Mm -hmm send them on trips, you know, lunch bunches. We send, yep. they go to Mackinac. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really important also. I mean, Woodhaven yeah. has a lot for the children as well as the seniors. It does, and uh, every time I drive by City Hall, which is, you know, several times a week, um, you have the electronic marquee sign out there mm -hmm. and it lists out all the upcoming events. And there's so much happening in Woodhaven. I mean, it's truly a, a you know, a, an active community it's if a, you've ever seen I one. always say it, it's yeah. just booming. It's booming. Right. Yep. Is. So how, how can we learn more about the different events like Uncle Sam Jam and then other, you know, uh, community type events that are taking place the, in Woodhaven? The city has a website. Uh-huh. And you can go to their website, City mm. of Woodhaven government okay. page, or, yep. and or the rec department has their own website. Probably uh, a Facebook like you, page as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. We have a very active yep. Facebook page. Yeah, I've seen that. And uh, so if you, if I remember correctly, you can uh, definitely look up City of Woodhaven um, on Facebook. And as you mentioned, it's a it's a very great resource or a great resource to find out what's going on in the we city. We keep it up on a daily basis. Yeah. So it's a yep. it's a great way to find out what's happening when. And yes, we try to have a great interaction with people. Meryl Dett, So one thing that we always look into is the economic impact, but thinking on the uh from the aspect of the city what's the economic cost to put on a major event like uncle sam jam that's a great question and it actually doesn't cost the city anything 
Oh my gosh. And that's what makes <laughs> the event even better. Um, so Fun Fest production uh, takes on any cost that mm -hmm. we obtain in um, our overtime, our police, our fire, they absorb those costs. And then the whole event is uh, at the cost of Fun Fest production. That's outstanding. So you're talking about an event that has a huge economic impact on our small businesses, our nonprofits, and it doesn't cost the taxpayer a dime. It does not. Wow. That, that makes it even that much better. It makes it wonderful. <laughs> because I know a lot of the events that cities, and I've seen it in the past, not why I've been the mayor, but I looked at mm. past events and they were actually costing the city money. So I said, what can we do to put on a phenomenal event and not cost us very much? Mm -hmm. And then I didn't realize after meeting with Mr. Neoport that it wouldn't cost us anything. Very and good. we're very appreciative. That's great. And um, uh, we're going to talk here now with Joe Neoport. So we're here with Joe Neoport, who is the president of FunFest Entertainment. Do I have that correct, Joe? Uh, actually, FunFest Events. Ah, FunFest Events. Great. And Joe, I know you're working on uh, some great things over in Marysville, but you are in charge of really putting together the Uncle Sam Jam in the city of Woodhaven, correct? Yes, um, that is one of our biggest events, and we've been doing it for 13 years now. Awesome. So, Joe, the need to gather and experience collective cultural joy at events or festivals feels, feels like it's definitely needed now, considering we're coming out of the COVID uh, era. Social scientists believe festivals and events like those that you manage, including the Uncle Sam Jam in Woodhaven, can help lead to overall happiness, well-being, belonging, or creative inspiration for a huge segment of the population. As, as professionals, what are your thoughts on these social benefits and how they impact the community? Well, I agree with that 100%. Um, uh, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people have been um, on lockdown for almost two years, and a lot of stuff that they enjoyed on a regular basis was taken away. Right. Um, we were pretty much shut down the last two years. We didn't do any festivals and uh, we did a couple one-off events last year, but it was nothing. So the response we're getting from people now, knowing that we're bringing some of these events back, especially Uncle Sam Jam, has been tremendously positive. Um, people are extremely looking forward to it and uh, we right. anticipate, you know, really, really good crowds because of it. Yeah, we uh, earlier in the podcast, we were talking to Mayor uh, Pat Odette um, and talking about the economic benefit and the impact that large festivals and, and community events like Uncle, Uncle Sam Jam have on the region. Um, and, and it's just it, it's been absolutely devastating the past two years uh, that we haven't had festivals like this that bring people together and and encourage people to support local businesses and nonprofit organizations and our entire community. So we're so excited that events are finally coming back and we continue to urge, uh, you know, residents and, and businesses to partake in these festivals and, and, you know, be a part of what's going on throughout the Downriver uh, community and frankly, throughout the entire state of Michigan and our nation. But can you give us, give our audience that's listening today, a brief overview of what you expect will take place uh, and what they might want to consider attending at this year's Uncle J Uncle Sam Jam? Well, um, it's been very successful, so we haven't really changed much. We always look to improve it every year, and um, 
you know, what, what we really got going for us is we have a um, first-class Carnival Midway, um, over 30 rides, and um, roller coaster um, is one of them, which you don't see at too many um, yeah. carnivals. So right, um, right. that's always a big attraction. And in, in our music, of course, we have four nights of live music. Mm-hmm. And um, in the past, we've only done three, so we uh, we went to four this time. Oh, that's great! And then, um, we have monster truck rides, and we have a petting zoo, and there's something for everyone, from toddlers to grandparents. Uh, we have something for everyone to enjoy. And uh, my favorite thing always has been just sitting back and watching everybody walk around with smiles on their faces and having fun. And um, yeah. That's I'm anticipating that's going to be greater than ever this year. Yeah, it definitely is, Joe. And you mentioned monster truck rides. I, I just took my son over the weekend to see a monster truck show. Um, and that really draws in the crowds, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, just think about going to the to the shows. They're usually at big arenas and there's a ton of mm-hmm. people there. And mm-hmm. now you actually got a chance to ride in one of them. Yeah, and that's a oh pretty my fun gosh. ride. That's pretty cool that to be able to ride in a monster truck. And I want to encourage all of our listeners to definitely check out the Uncle Sam Jam. And, and uh, uh, Joe, can you tell us, what, when is the Uncle Sam Jam taking place this year? It's going to be July 7 through 10. And uh, our first night is um, family night where all the carnival all day ride passes are 50% off on Thursday. Oh, wow. And um, we will have the music. We have... Um, former Red Wing great Darren McCarty's band playing awesome. on Thursday night. Their band's called Grinder, And then Darren's also going to do a meet and greet afterwards. So if you're a huge uh, Red Wing fan or Darren mm-hmm. McCarty fan, mm-hmm. definitely come to that show. That's on Thursday, July 7th. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're going to have the, you know, the petting zoo and monster trucks go all weekend. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it kicks off on July 7th. Um, July 8th, we have fireworks that are put on by the... Um, Woodhaven Downtown Development Authority, mm-hmm. and um, it goes all the way till Sunday, July 10th. It's going to be a lot of fun. Very cool. My, you know, my son's only five years old, and he never actually saw the grind line in action in Darren McCarty, but he is a huge Darren McCarty fan because I always tell him about how great the Red Wings were and how great they will be, you know, pretty soon here because I know they're getting better. But Darren McCarty is is just an awesome guy and a big supporter of the community. So we're excited to have him coming to the Uncle Sam Jam in July and visiting the Donovan region. So Joe, where could we go to find out more information about, about the festival and perhaps, uh, you know, maybe even buy some tickets in advance if that's possible? Um, well, the website is UncleSamJamFest.com mm-hmm. and that has all the information that you would need, um, hours of the event and what time the bands go on and, and all that stuff. Now, I do want to stress that all the concerts are free. You don't have to pay to see them. We do have a VIP area, which has guaranteed upfront seating, has private bars, private restrooms, and there is a cost for that. But um, you don't have to pay to see the band. So they are free concerts, and um, um, you can buy the tickets, the VIP tickets, on our website as well. Very cool. Did you say that there were fireworks as well? Fireworks is going to be on Friday, July eighth. Mm-hmm. What kind of what kind of food uh, will you guys have this year? Any idea? Uh, tons of uh, mm-hmm. food trucks. I mean, you got of course your your regular carnival food, and sure. then um, 
we are going to have a couple of uh, really good barbecue uh, vendors um, that um, just make incredible you know, barbecue chicken briskets uh that kind of thing it's really uh awesome really fun yeah you're you're singing the tune of a lot of people down river uh, that's for sure for sure joe hey last question for you not a trick question but more of a professional study here and, and i believe you're from marysville correct i am correctly i'm not oh. originally from marysville but i currently live here yes okay good so uh so so this is good to get your professional experience as someone who's not from the Downriver area, but who's very involved in Downriver and plays a critical role, especially with the Uncle Sam Jam, one of our largest festivals downriver. Uh, but if you could attend one event or festival in Downriver other than the Uncle Sam Jam, which one might that be? You know what? I would have to say the Dot Art Fair. That's uh -huh. been around forever and it has a phenomenal reputation. I've been to it a few times and uh I would have to put that up there um, as next to Uncle Sam Jim, of course, the uh, the coolest event downriver. Awesome. Good answer, Joe. You, you know, the city of Wyandotte and downtown Wyandotte always put on a good show, and I'm looking forward to this year's event as well. So, hey, Joe Neaport with Fun Fest Events. It's such an honor to be with you, sir, and appreciate, number one, appreciate your membership of the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, of course, but we really appreciate you being on the Destination Downriver podcast today and sharing more information about the big event coming in Woodhaven this year in July, the Uncle Sam Jam. So, hey, they, thanks, Joe, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, my pleasure. Take care. Thank you. As I said at the beginning of this episode, Downriver has always been a region where festivals and events flourish. And we've had some amazing panelists on the podcast today, Mayor Pat Odette with the City of Woodhaven and Aaron Dobbins, who's the Executive Dir Director of the Taylor Botanical Gardens and Conservatory, a 501c3 nonprofit or organization in Taylor. They do a phenomenal job. So thanks, Aaron and Mayor Odette. And of course, Joe Neaport, who, uh, who, runs, who does a phenomenal job with the Uncle Sam Jam and so many other events with Fun Fest festivals. So thanks, Joe, for joining us as well. Now that they're on the rebound events that is from the pandemic years it's time to sample some of the many great events in the downriver area you can find more details and dates on all of the upcoming events and festivals by visiting these two great online resources and that is discover downriver and of course macaroni kid downriver thank you again to our sponsor allegra and greg kowalski my friend and a great chamber member where your marketing success can start happening today. And also a special thanks to our production partners here at the beautiful state-of-the-art Taylor Media Center. And I wanna recognize our presenting sponsor, our good friend, Kathy Kane at Market Insights. And of course, our producer, Mr. Rich Williams, who does a phenomenal job. Thanks again for listening to our amazing listeners and of course the viewers now with our podcast. Thank you to our esteemed panel members, of course, and visit Destination Downriver online at www.destinationdownriver.com. In our Facebook page, you can search Destination Downriver and find out more about next month's podcast, where we're going to discuss golf in Downriver as we are, of course, Michigan's Southeast Golf, Co golf Coast. We've got some outstanding courses that for many avid golfers in a Southeast Michigan area, are just waiting to be discovered and experienced. Again, my name is Ron Henricks. I've been your host, and we're looking forward to seeing you next time on the Destination Downriver Podcast. Mm -hmm.